Hey, my name is Sherry R. Brown, presenting to you my podcast, Cocktails and Conversations. Now, it's only fitting that I start this podcast off with my testimony to give you an opportunity to get to know me, get to feel me, and to know what I'm about. My testimony, of course, starts many years ago as a child coming up in a home that was very dysfunctional. It was many fights in the home, verbally as well as physically. I saw fights with my mom and dad quite often. Fights with my siblings were quite often in those days. And it was just not a Christian environment whatsoever. I remember my mother being very abusive to me. I remember her telling me that I would never amount to anything. And I never understood why she would say that at the time, especially when they get into fights and arguments. I would always try to jump in and help my mom, even though I'm a kid. But this is what I lived. This is what I went through. It didn't make no difference what I did at school. I was never going to hear she's proud of me. I would never hear that she loved me. I never heard any of that. So you would think that it wouldn't bother me the fact that she got killed in front of our home by my dad. It did bother me. Because in my mind, even though she was crazy, I thought by her being dead, I would never get the opportunity to earn her love. I was always trying to prove myself to her and always trying to earn her love and respect. And a child shouldn't have to go through that trying to prove anything. A child shouldn't try to beg their mom to say they love them or try to beg their mom to get a hug or things of this nature. But I went through my life that way even up until her death. And I, even when she was dead and gone and we put her in the grave, I was still always in my mind trying to prove myself to this lady. This lady who I call my mom. My dad, on the other hand, did not get a chance to serve any time. He got off. In those days, it was insanity case. So that was not the hard part. The hard part was I turned atheist behind it. I didn't want to have anything to do with Jesus, even though I didn't really know him. I didn't grow up in church. I went to church. We got baptized as little kids, but I went down to Dry Devil and came up a wet one. But fast forward, Jesus knew who I was. Jesus knew what I was all about. He knew the void that I had in my heart. He knew that I was trying to get that void filled in so many ways. I sold drugs. I swung around a pole. I was a prostitute. I, sex was my thing. So I made money out of sex. I mean, quite naturally, as a prostitute. I had very, very, very wealthy boyfriend at the time. And it was just my life. That's what I did. I tried to fill in that void. But one particular night, I came home from college. Some friends of ours got together, and we went to this nightclub. And it's amazing the Lord allowed time to stop when I got there. The people on the dance floor was kind of like in the pose, and the people that was around the table, all of my friends and stuff, they just like in the pose, and the pose while they were talking or eating, fork up in the hand, and Jesus just appeared. He manifested himself with no human involvement. It was a beautiful experience for me, but it just kind of flipped me out at the time. He made time stand still long enough to hold a conversation with me. And we held that conversation that he began to tell me that he loved me and that he cared about me. He began to ask me questions. And one of the questions was, who do you think been protecting you all these years? And I remember giving him that look like, is that a trick question? And I remember him showing me my life upon the screen. It's like looking at a big TV screen. And he showed me from the time I was born all the way up until that point where I met him. And he let me see his hands protecting me 
all those years and how much he said he loved me and how much he wanted to come into my heart and how much he wanted to use my life to draw many people unto himself. And I, by this point, because of the power of his voice, but it was so soothing, I'm in tears and couldn't figure out why I was crying. And I said, oh, so you want to use my life? You love me for real? You know what I'm about? And he said he loved me regardless of what I'm about, but I could be born again. He let me know there was no condemnation in my life. And he asked me about that decision that I made to change my life forever. And I went on and gave him his answer. Come into my heart, Lord. I don't know what made me say I repent. I just did. I just, I'm like, I'm sorry for everything I've done, every sin. But can you come into my heart and be who to me what you just said? Can you use my life to draw people unto you? Can I become something that you would be proud of? And he let me know, yeah, baby, it's, it is done. And the problem began afterwards. The next day I went to a church, I was invited to church. And I remember telling everybody I was so excited that I received Jesus Christ the night before because that was on a Saturday night when I received him in that club. And I remember how they were so upset with me that I was telling people that I received Jesus Christ in the nightclub. And they had me come to a meeting. They stuck a chair in the middle of the floor and put a bunch of chairs around it and began to question me about my experience with Jesus in that particular nightclub the night before. And I began to let them know, obviously, I'm on trial because Jesus picked me inside a nightclub. I didn't go to church. You couldn't have paid me to went to church at that particular point in time. It's not like I ain't never stepped foot in the church before, but my mind was made up. I wasn't going. <laughs> I didn't want to. But once I met him, once I've spoken with him, and once I asked him to come into my heart, the Jesus that I thought I knew, now I know the real Jesus. There's a lot of people out there listening to the sound of my voice thought they knew Jesus. They went to church every Sunday. They pay their tithes and offering. They push it for their dreams and all of this stuff that they do. But that's not Jesus. You don't have a relationship with Jesus. You have a form of religion. You have a form of godliness and denying the power thereof. But you can get to know Jesus. I know without a shadow of a doubt, you lift Jesus up, he'll do the drawing. You lift his name up. He said he would draw all men unto himself. I hope you have enjoyed this podcast and this brief testimony. It's not my whole entire testimony, but it's enough for you to get to know me. Fast forward years later, the Lord brought it to my attention. I told you my dad killed my mom. The Lord let me know it's time to forgive him. Now that was hard. That was very, very hard, especially because of the savage way he killed her. But I did. I obeyed Christ fast forward. I forgave my dad and I fell back in love with my dad. My dad is remarried, been remarried now 43 years. I got other siblings now and I love him. No strings attached. He don't owe me anything. Jesus is the only one that could be able to do that to a heart. It's change your heart and get you to forgive like the way I did forgiving my dad. I love my dad. I love all my siblings. We have been through a lot, but God, his mercy and his grace is sufficient for us all. You may contact me, if you will, on my Gmail account, newlife.brown7, the number seven at gmail.com. I hope you have enjoyed this podcast, Cocktails and Conversations, baby. We're going to have a ball with this as time goes by. Enjoy your 2020. God bless you.